Hello church, welcome back to We Hope Extra. This week we are going to be talking about the feast seasons, particularly the autumn feast. Um, really the, the why question. So I'll tell you, one of my memories of coming to Rehope 10 years ago as a new student uh, was there was this one time I came to church and there was all these tables set out because we did that then and we had this amazing feast, there was food, there was drinks and then Brian got up on the stage and opened the Bible and read some random passage somewhere in the Old Testament. Leviticus yeah, something like that something and said something about the Bible says that we're meant to celebrate these three feasts every year and so that's why we're doing it. We're celebrating and we're having a feast. And I just thought that makes so much sense. Like, it's in the Bible and we're doing it. If the that. Bible says celebrate and have a feast, I don't know what this feast is. I've never done it before, but I know I'm enjoying this experience right now of eating food and having a good time. Sure. And apparently there's some biblical basis with it. So that was my personal introduction to the autumn feast and what it's all about. But I wonder whether there's other people in our church who also have got questions about the significance of this feast and uh, what the heart is behind it and, and what we do. So maybe, maybe Brian, could you fill us in? Like, what, what is the thinking here? Why, why do we do this? Yeah, feast, our church, we love to celebrate, but that's just reflecting what we feel like is God's heart for, for his people, that, that there would be aspects of celebration. And, and there's a real place for being somber and serious and, and that's, that's good and right, but also there's a huge um, part of, of God's heart to be celebrating what he's done, who he is, and we, we do that with worship, we do that in, also in feasting. And um, so God loves, us, loves it when we, we celebrate and when God set up his, his nation in, in the Old Testament, he gave them 37 holidays that were, um, were mostly about uh, celebrating all but maybe one or two, then that doesn't include the Sabbaths, like, like 37 non-Sabbath holidays. It, he loves this idea of his people celebrating. It's not just an intellectual thing, uh, following Jesus, but, but there's also this heart emotional, yay, wow, wonder, um, celebrate with fe feasting. And, and when, he, when he set up these feasts, or these celebrations, and when he set up his calendar of, of celebration, instructing his people how he wants them to follow him and, and, and to, to worship him, he set up, as part of that, um, three feast seasons. There's seven feasts, but three feast seasons. And, and it says this in Leviticus 23. It says, the Lord spoke to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them, these are my appointed times. Like God set us set apart specific days, like not just like random, like he, he intentionally chose specific days. These are my appointed times. Now the Israelites are going to add to it, like with the Esther story and the Feast of Purim and, think, and Hanukkah and things like that. But, mm -hmm. but in Leviticus, these are my appointed times uh, of the Lord that you will proclaim as sacred assemblies. These are the Lord's appointed times. It goes on to say, the sacred assemblies that you are to proclaim at their appointed time. So God set aside precise days. And, and I think that's part of, as part of as we're looking at fulfillments. And, and, and I also want to say that as part of these celebrations that the New Testament definitely celebrated these. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus, his whole ministry is centered around celebrating these feasts. Jesus is claiming these are about me. And I, and I am, and John the Baptist, this is the Passover, this is the lamb who was slain. Like, mm -hmm. th there's all this connection with these biblical feasts with Jesus. And I find it surprising that we don't, that as a, as a, as a, as a global body, like, 
celebrate these more intently. I mean, the three seasons, I guess most everybody celebrates Easter. Right, yeah. And that time of year, and we're familiar with Passover and the fulfillment, Jesus' Passover lamb and first fruits. Um, the second one that some churches celebrate would be uh, what we call Pentecost, which is also one of these old feasts. Mm -hmm. But the third one, I don't think anybody celebrates. I have not met people who've come into our church and be like, oh yeah, my church celebrates these, these autumn feasts. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's definitely a lost thing, but the, it comes back to the same passages in the Old Testament. Right. Exodus 23, Leviticus 23, Deuteronomy 16. And those are the chapters that are that, that where God lays out his calendar of celebration and where, where he says, this is, this is how I want to be celebrated. And, and each of the feasts have an Old Testament reason and are fulfilled in Jesus. Okay, so here's what I find interesting. Um, you're saying these are three feasts that were laid out way back in Leviticus. Mm -hmm. and that um, the early church Christians would still celebrate for significant reasons yeah. pointing to Jesus. Even Paul would, would schedule his journey back to Jerusalem in connection with the feasts and fasts. Right. But do you not think it's interesting that Christmas isn't one of those? Well, I, that's a can of worms. No, I mean like, I, I have a like when yeah. you think about church culture here, yeah. mm -hmm. Christmas should be the obvious feast and celebration of Jesus. Uh -huh. But actually that's not one of the biblical feasts, is it? That's not one of the ones that God appointed. No, um, definitely not, but maybe, maybe, okay, you're so, asking so, me a so question. Because, Christmas? Well, I, I do celebrate Christmas. <laughs> but that's but, not one of these. That's different. Well. Is that, is that more complicated? Well, than well it's not, I mean, oh, you're asking me a question. That's, <laughs> that's, I believe, I'm not saying it's true. Uh -huh. I believe that Jesus was born on the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, so we do celebrate the Feast when Jesus was born. Yeah. We just don't think and, and I believe that for, for a lot of reasons. Is that the autumn reasons. feast? That's the autumn feast. <gasps> so you but could call this the original Christmas. Okay. But that's not where I'm okay, going with we'll this at, at all. Uh, it, but a lot of reasons, even the, even the angel's announcement, like uh -huh. uh, glory to God in the highest, that was part of the liturgy of the autumn feasts. And it was Ooh. part of the, the Feast of Tabernacles. Interesting. And, but that's, and, and even the idea of John chapter one, uh, the word became flesh and tabernacled among us. Right, like, okay. like, But that is not at all what I'm trying to say or, or anything Okay, like so that. we'll set December, Christmas That aside. doesn't count. We can just we pretend that Christmas. that Christmas. We love Christmas. Happen. We are going to celebrate Christmas, but yeah, that's not yeah. what we're talking about right oh, now. Oh, I'm a big fan of Christmas. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. noticed. Yeah, huge Okay, fan. so we're talking about Autumn Feast, Easter, and Pentecost. Those are the three. Yeah, but really, I, I just want to focus on the, the last season. Right, okay, so tell us the, about that. There's three, there's three feast seasons, seven feasts. Mm -hmm. There's the three uh, uh, fe celebrations in the first feast, and then there's one at, at Pentecost. Mm -hmm. The first ones are about Jesus uh, being fulfilled with his crucifixion and resurrection from the dead and being in the grave. Uh, the, the, the second one is the day that the church was born with the, the Holy Spirit. Uh, okay, that's, yeah. that's what's being celebrated there. These autumn ones, are, they're confusing. And there's, th there's three celebrations. There's the Feast of Trumpets, mm -hmm. there's the Day of Atonement, and then there's a one-week celebration called the Feast of Tabernacles. Okay. Um, so you've got these three, and it's in a feast season of, of time. Uh, okay, so it's not just one feast. No, well, there's, it's one season, three different, and actually they're right. very, very different okay. um, in, in their celebration, but they're about one time of year and the, and they're started with the feast of trumpets and that's mm -hmm. that's this the trumpet blast calls and it's calling people into a season mm -hmm. and and actually um it they're calling them into a time of reflection the trumpet sounds and people are like oh uh 
in short, the Feast of Trumpets, the trumpet blast sounds, and in the Day of Atonement is the day where we, where the books are opened, and mm-hmm. and um, so the Day of Atonement is a little bit later. It's about a week later or so, and so you have the trumpet blast, and it's a call to reflect on your life. Are you ready to meet God? Are you ready for God to evaluate your life? And and it brings us into into a season. The, the, in the Old Testament, they, they would blast the trumpet. And they would, they would be ready, uh, be prepared because judgment is at hand, where God is going to evaluate. And, and in, their, in their cycle, as they're thinking, they're, they're thinking a year at a time. Mm-hmm. Every year, God is going to look at the nation and decide if he's going to forgive them and give them another year. Wow. And you're saying that we don't celebrate that one anymore? Well, we, we, it is connected with the return of Jesus. And that's where okay. these, so you have the cross. You have the, the birth of the church, and then you have these three feasts which are connected to Jesus' return. Mm-hmm. So again, in the, in the, Old, in the New Testament, we, we hear about at the last trumpet. At the mm-hmm. last trumpet, then the dead in Christ will rise. And we're expecting the, the, the last trumpet uh, call of God. We see that in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15. This idea of being changed at the last trumpet, the trumpet call of God. And there's, a, there's, a, there's that trumpet blast that we're anticipating where we're going to be than meeting God face to face. And it's gonna kick off a, 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 a few different events that actually match with the feasts, mm-hmm. as, as you're gonna see in Revelation, whether it's Judgment Day standing before God, or whether it's the Marriage Supper of the Lamb, or, mm-hmm. or, or those sorts of things. But anyway, so you have, the tr- you have the trumpet, which is basically the announcement that God's judgment is at hand. Are you ready? Okay. So the Jewish people, they'll, they'll celebrate with like um, acts of kindness because they're trying to do more good deeds Mm-hmm. Than, than bad deeds, and, you know, right. making sure that the balance is right. Now, that's terrible theology. For, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's what we do here. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that here. But, but, but that idea of, are you ready to stand before God? Okay. So that, that's the thing. Now, the, the, second, the second feast um, after, after trumpets, a few days later, is the Day of Atonement. And that is the most um, somber day of the year. It's the only required fast day in the Old Testament. Hmm. Only day. So they don't do a January fast. They don't do they a don't January fast. They do a week-long right? January fast. No, it's just a super extra bonus thing that we get to do around here. Um, no, but they definitely, this is their this is their one required day. Now, in Jesus' day, they're fasting tw- twice a week. Mm-hmm. The, the Pharisees are and things like that. It, fasting oh, was a common yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. when it comes to biblical required, okay. this is the only required one. And, and about the Day of Atonement, we read this in Leviticus 23, it says, The tenth day of the, the seventh month is the Day of Atonement. You are to hold a sacred assembly and practice self-denial, fasting. You are to present an, a fire offering to the Lord. On this particular day, you're not to do any work, for it's a Day of Atonement, to make, a, to make atonement for yourselves before God. And this is, this is the between you and God thing. And, and again, this is all going back to the Exodus stories and, and what's going on in Moses' day. But, but the, the Jewish people believed, like I said, that, that God ha- had these books. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to be in the, the good books, I guess, the, 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 book of, the books of grace. And so God was keeping a record of our lives. Now, this sounds a lot like Revelation when we see the imagery in Jesus. But they believe that there's, there's being a, a record of names and, and the aim was to get into the right book before it's too late. Again, their theology was do more good than bad. Yeah, I'm like, this is sounding a bit like Santa. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah, uh, it, it is. And, you know, that doesn't come out of nowhere. Okay, It doesn't yeah. come out of nowhere. But, but praise God we have Jesus who just guarantees mm-hmm. we're in, we're in the, 
in yeah. the, right, the Lamb's Book of Life. Right. But anyway, so they practice this, and then on this Day of Atonement, every day, or once a year, mm -hmm. on the Day of Atonement was the only day the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies. Okay, yeah. And that's, and that's they would have the, a ram, and they would have two goats, and, and there would be a, a, a sacrifice, they, they would decide which of the, the goats would be sacrificed, and then the other one would be released. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would lay their hands on, on the, the goat, and then they would take him outside the city and, and release him to kind of symbolize taking away the, the sin. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're looking at the imagery behind the Day of Atonement, it's so much like what we would think about happens on the cross. Like, mm -hmm. the sin is dealt with, and, and the approaching of, of the, the Holy of Holies that one time of year with blood, um, with blood and, and, and hopefully the high priest would live, um, but you know they, it wasn't always the case, and so they would tie a rope around the high priest's ankle in case he was struck down in the presence of God. They could drag him back out. Wow. But it was just that it was that very sacred moment. Now, uh, when we're thinking about the the New Testament and, and 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 our future expectation, we're expecting Jesus, our great high priest, mm -hmm. to go into the holy of holies mm -hmm. and to fully satisfy everything. And we know that our debt's been paid on the cross, but there is a future day coming uh, after the trumpet blast where we stand in the throne room of God. We read about this in Revelation where the books are open and everyone whose name is in the Lamb's Book of Life is gets to come and share in their master's happiness. But part of the imagery there is Jesus um, fully, a, a full application of the, of of our salvation mm -hmm. where right now we we have it promised we have it guaranteed but it's fully applied forever we walk out of that that the judgment seat of god day with no anything ever like like everything's done everything's fully applied um mm -hmm. so is that in revelation where they open the book and they say who's yeah. worthy and there's no one but then there's one well that's that's part that's part of it okay. um that's in revelation 5 uh, but I'm talking about more Revelation 20, where there's the the great white throne judgment. Right. Yeah. Day. Okay. And and where all those those books are open. But the theme of of the Day of Atonement is God has fully pardoned us. Okay. He's fully pardoned us, and the sacrifice was accepted in its full and final way. Right. Um, so to so that I'm clear. Yeah. In the past, the Jews thought this was about getting. Uh, enough of our good deeds in check that we're going to make it into the book yeah. and have salvation. Yeah. Whereas actually what we're celebrating is that because of what Jesus has done yeah. in atoning for our sin, he gets us into the book. Well, yeah, he, he makes it in the book and, and even more so that day when, when it's just done and we stand before God, mm -hmm. our name, I mean, I, I am entirely confident that, mm -hmm. that that's going to be the case. But like, there's going to be a day though when I'm in the front of the line, mm -hmm. I'm standing before God, and my name is there, mm -hmm. and I get to go and share in my master's happiness, and that. So is, this is why we're celebrating uh, right now. We're we celebrating. Know. Yeah, we're celebrating now. Now, how we celebrate this feast? We all we we do a fast, mm -hmm. and so we don't. Um, we're not eating, and that's not in fear like the Jews. Like the Jews were like afraid, like what if I'm not accepted? Uh -huh. it, it is going to be a a, a, a very um, disturbing day. The, yeah, the day I was going to say usually when I celebrate, I don't not eat. Yeah. I eat a lot. Yeah. So well, that, that's so coming with the next fast. Okay, right. Or the next celebration there. Um, but but the Day of Atonement, we fast because we 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 want 
as many people's names in the Lamb's Book of Life as is possible, mm. because everybody has to stand before God. Mm -hmm. And so as a church, we remember this day by fasting for people's salvation. It's like, God, please intervene mm. in these people that reveal yourself and, and bring, bring Right, bring so you people. mean like, like we fast in prayer for yeah. people to become... Yeah, not in fear that we're not gonna be saved. Okay, so it's not about us, it's yeah. about other people. We're applying, we're applying it differently in, in that, and we're, so, we're, we're paying attention to this future day is mm -hmm. real, it's coming, and as believers, if our future destiny is set and mm -hmm. we're, we're good to go, but we wanna make sure, um, we wanna just be praying for those who we care about and for revival and reawakening and yeah. all that sort of stuff. That's great. So that's, that's the Day of Atonement. One of the funny things about the Day of Atonement, you know how I told you they put the hands on the goat, where they release one? Uh -huh. One year, like, I think it's like 100 years before Jesus, give or take 50, uh, so that's not super accurate, but it's a funny story, like um, the goat, they take it way out into the wilderness. Wait, what goat? Can you tell me what goat? So one they kill, so not that one. Okay. One they lay their hands on and they they, they put a ribbon on it and they take oh, it out of the wilderness. Oh, is this like they think symbolic, the scapegoat. It's symbolically the, scapegoat. the sin is going to yeah, that goat? Is the, that yeah, what that's is? right. So and then, 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 then they release it. So then it runs away and you never see it again. Exactly, that's it. Well, okay. yeah, one year it came back into Jerusalem and everybody freaked out. They're like, oh no, our sin is back. Wow. And uh, they freaked out. So after that, they... Um, they decided to break the legs of the goat every year, but uh, but anyways, that, that that's sad. But it's um, yeah. But we're not there. Can you imagine just like the scapegoat is back, our sin returned? What a, what does this mean? Especially if you're Jewish and you're oh, what a freak out. But anyway, so that was that's the day of atonement. Uh, then then finally, the greatest celebration of the year follows that, okay. and it's and it's the it's called the Feast of Tabernacles. It's it's it actually is required to be joyful for that week. It's it's mm -hmm. like. It's mandated a uh, joyful celebration, and and it goes back to the uh, the wandering in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So you've got these forty years of wandering in temporary dwellings, and and so the the feast was set up to remember that season, but but not they didn't celebrate as yay we were punished and wandered in the wilderness. They were celebrating it with a sense of we are now in the promised land. And we are celebrating that that we have we are, we used to be in temporary dwellings, but now we've made it to the land of promise. Right. And so the the Im, you know the imagery for us is we are in in our temporary dwellings, and and, and yet there's going to be a day coming where we're going to be fully clothed in that forever that wow. forever uh, dwelling. Jesus, he tabernacled, he took on flesh, he tabernacled, like mm -hmm. that that sort of imagery, and we're but we're anticipating that future final state um, with God. But there, yeah, it's, it's just important to remember that they're, they're celebrating through of the Old Testament. The, this great celebration of year is actually the same celebration where the temples are being dedicated. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the highest. This is the one for us, probably Easter or Christmas or something like that. But for mm -hmm. them, tabernacles is, is the celebration, yeah. the, the high point. Wow. It, it means that like God has forgiven us. He's oh. given us a new year. We're going into our, our we've been given grace. And, and we, we get a new, fresh start with God. And so, yeah. seven-day uh, festival, festival with God. Uh, yeah, so re, re, they're rejoicing there. Um, re, they're remembering the promised land. They're remembering, they're remembering the wandering of the wilderness, looking back that they've made it to the promised land. Um, we celebrate it um, with that future fulfillment in Jesus where, um, where you get the marriage supper of the Lamb. 
and that come and share in your master's happiness. And so what's the marriage supper of the Lamb? It's like the beginning, it's like the beginning of eternity, like you've made it, you've made it, and now uh, you're going to be united in, in with God forever. And the Lamb symbolizes Jesus. Yeah. So this is about us coming together with God. Yeah, coming together with God, and we, we've made it past Judgment Day, uh -huh. grace is fully applied, and then there's this great feast of celebration at the end of the age, and then we, get a, we, we go right. on into eternity. And that's literally going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, and that's that's what's being being celebrated. So, um, you you see you see just images of worship and things like that in Revelation near the end of Revelation and and uh, just that the great celebrations where where our dwelling is with our dwelling with God. So I've got a question. Every Sunday you end the service with we look forward to that future day. Yeah. Is that about this? That's actually beyond that. I'd okay. say. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, that's just the last verse in the Bible that so, I'm quoting. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like how we start with the first verse. Oh, well, I guess the great future day uh, when Jesus returns and he takes his great power. Yeah. That's not the last verse, but that's, that's referring to the return of Jesus. It's re yeah, return of Jesus and kind of that so beginning of the new era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great. So it's, I mean, it's, it's really significant stuff when you're talking about what are we celebrating in this autumn? Mm -hmm. We're celebrating that future expectation finally coming to be. We're expecting the great trumpet sound, the, the last trumpet, and the mm. dead in Christ rising and, and approaching judgment seat of God. We're celebrating that day, or we're, we're remembering that day that's coming where mm. we do have to give an account for our lives. Everyone has to give an account for our lives, and our only hope is, is our name in that book. Yeah. And then we're celebrating that great celebration where grace is fully applied, mm -hmm. and we are in this new forever season. I think it's interesting that um, there's two new years in, in the in the Jewish. Uh, actually, there's four, but there's two in the Bible, and uh, there's two in the Bible, and and one of them is just before um, Easter, Passover. It's just right before that season, and so you, you see this this year that starts off with progressing with, with a new beginning with Jesus and the cross, and then then the then. Pentecost and the birth of the church leading ultimately towards the autumn feasts with, with the return of Jesus. And that makes sense. You're like, okay, that, that makes sense to the calendar year. But it's also cool that the Feast of Trumpets is another new year. And it's like another new beginning. Jesus at the cross, new beginning. And now when Jesus returns, the, the, new be, the last new beginning of, for, for the rest of the age. And pretty exciting, pretty exciting. I, I love this feast stuff. I, t I totally love talking about it. I love the fulfillment. I, but ultimately, we're celebrating this autumn because we're celebrating Jesus and what he's going to be doing. Yeah, so some feasts, like Easter is like, we're celebrating what happened. And that yes, it's rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, it's like we are kind of celebrating what's happened, but more so we're celebrating what we're looking forward to. He's and returning, future forever, yeah. eternal, eternal. And then we're life. trying to welcome in as many people as we can to that yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. That's why we're celebrating. And it's worth celebrating. So that's why we throw a feast. We, we, uh, we, we go for it and we have food and we, mm -hmm. we hang out and yeah. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's also why we fast. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the thought. Great. Well, thanks for telling us all about that. It was very informative and helpful. Um, I suppose we will look forward to the, the fast on the 19th this year. I think so, yeah. Fast is a Wednesday the 19th. Mm -hmm. And then... We're going to also have a worship night that night. We will be having a prayer and worship night. Yeah, so yeah. look forward to that. I and think then... Craig and you 
are leaving that night. Great. Yeah. We'll yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. And then we'll feast on Sunday the 30th. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Um, and we will look forward to seeing you all those things.